Hello, welcome to the eighth episode of the Holt and Walt podcast. Here I am, Seb Holt, coming at your ears. I hope you're braced for 40 minutes of the ultimate rambly, nonsensical conversation with me, Holt, and my co-host, Mr. Alan Wallet. He's not here, it's just me doing my little my little bit at the start where I just give a little intro and I tell you what's coming up. Do you want to know what's coming up? I bet you do. In this episode, along with the normal ramblings, we have some video game conversation wherein Mr. Wallet regales us with video games through his childhood, tells us about what they mean to him, and I've got a little input myself. Now, considering the date, you might imagine we'd be giving you a Christmas episode, but lo, we are not. In fact, we recorded this over a month ago, back in November, but we've been slacking. Partly because I've been buying a new house, which, uh, you know, takes up a lot of my time and effort. But also because we're very, very lazy. So, bearing all that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. And also, Merry Christmas to you all. Particularly in these strangest of times. Here we go. Also, quick disclaimer... The quality on my mic in this episode, for some reason, is very, very poor. So, apologies for that. Okay, here we go. For real this time. <laughs> All right, Governor, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Oh, I don't, yeah? I don't know, yeah, I don't know what accent. You I just made me there. go Australian, and I was supposed to be like a, a chirpy little boy from, you know, the 1800s, and then you just tell me in an Australian, just like that. Yeah, well... It runs in the family. Oh, God, we've started off very rambly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, How are you doing? Oh, uh, good. Good. Yeah, it's it's good to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been it's, a while. Yeah. It's my, uh, my other half. It's only been about a month, but that is a pretty long time. Since yeah. since we last spoke, actually, the country, we've gone into lockdown again. That's a pretty yeah. big thing. Pretty big news. Yeah. Second time round. Second well, time's the, the charm, huh? This This one doesn't feel like so much of a lockdown. Now, really? I don't know if that's because I'm just used to it. I'm just used to not going out very much or because it's just, it just doesn't feel like it. I don't know. Yeah, this one feels worse because it's winter. But someone else said the first one felt worse because it was summer and they had FOMO. They were missing <laughs> out on the sunshine. But you, you can't have FOMO if no one else is doing anything. That's the point of FOMO. Yeah, well, he, he, he had FOMO because he still had a job and everyone else was in the park furloughed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, you, you weren't furloughed, were you? No, I wasn't. Oh, God. I wish I was furloughed. God, that would be great. I, I, I think we say that, but... All the it, people who were the, furloughed, probably, A, it was really boring. Two, they were probably thinking to themselves, what if I end up actually losing my jobs? And part three, I don't have another one. I just like that joke. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, there is. Someone else can think of a part three. We'll let the listener decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, is the furlough still going on? I, I, I They've don't extended know. it, haven't they, to March? You don't. Really? You don't, you don't uh, really watch the news, do you? You don't keep up with stuff. Uh, don't tell work that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I'm supposed to keep track of the news. Um, are you? But yeah, for, for like... What do you do? Are you, a, are you a news reporter? No, no, but it helps to know what's going on in the world sometimes. Procurement. I don't know, Alan. I don't really like hearing you say kind of adult, grown-up stuff like that. 
prefer well, when you talk about poo-poo bumholes and things like that. Well, okay, that's that's for a special episode. I think when we hit double digits, we've got a special episode. The double digits in what? The number of episodes? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the whole reason... Because we haven't we... quite hit double digit for um, listeners, have we? No. Yeah, we have. We have double... <laughs> well... Just, just it, about. Just about, yeah. Triple digit? When When we hit double digits for episodes, I thought the whole reason we started this podcast was because we had a very particular story to tell did you oh right yeah oh yeah. right i see what you're getting at okay y- yeah. i thought you meant we had um something important to share with the world and some kind of journey to take people on but the, i mean uh, it's from my perspective it is <laughs> all right we'll save that for the 10th episode yeah 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 how have you been? What, what have, you, have you been baking bread, making new ice cream, uh, woodworking? Oh. There, there are a lot of things that you do, Seb. All of the above, and also in a way, none of the above. I've mm-hmm. been very, very lazy. I'm currently on a bit of a sourdough journey, which okay. is um, frustrating. Not very many people that I live with like sourdough that much. I'll, I'll tell you why. No one wants a sourdough sandwich. Um it's it doesn't it's it's so chewy it doesn't tear properly like it it takes effort for it to tear and so your your sandwich is a is a mission to eat like it depends on the type of sourdough if you're having like the artisanal the if you think of sourdough you think of one of those sort of balls with the big ear and it's opened up and it's got a really dark crust and inside it's got the great big holes and Mm -hmm. if you try and butter it the butter just falls through um, yeah, which is kind of that, pointless. I I don't sounds like I, a nightmare. I can make bread that's like that, but I try mm-hmm. it now that I can do it. I sort of rein it in a little bit. But anyway, this is this is quite niche. Um, what I'm trying to do now, yeah, to your point, is I'm trying to make the perfect sourdough sandwich bread. Right, one okay. that is quite soft, mm-hmm. uh, isn't too sour, has a nice taste. Mm-hmm. A nice crust, not not the big holes, you know, just the perfect sourdough um, right. sandwich bread because it's healthier. But I can't quite get it. I can't get it to prove to rise in the tin properly. So now my question is, um, do you toast it? Because when we first met, you know, you weren't a big fan of toasting, and uh, I I think I changed your life. Uh, yeah, I can't really eat a sandwich if I don't toast the bread these days. Right. Good. Sour, sourdough, I think, is a lot better toasted. It's quite hard to toast. Um, mm-hmm. God, this is yeah. the concept people are just for, isn't it? <laughs> I was just thinking that. Sorry, my, I've got a new microphone, but I'm talking very close to it, and it, it might be loud when I laugh. You um, sound great on that mic, okay. I have to say. You sound so much better. Okay, good. You really, really do. Um, mm, sultry. You've got to experiment with it a little bit. Take some time. Record some songs, maybe. In your oh, own time. Yeah. Mm. We do have a back catalogue with the band. We do. We we probably have enough for an EP. I record maybe? music. I've been recording quite a bit of music recently, actually. Um, oh. More so over the summer, but recently I've been experimenting. There's a mm-hmm. free piece of software which you should get, actually, um, for anyone who's into recording. We're, we're using Audacity now, but for actual um, music recording, you should use something called Cakewalk. I've never heard of that. Is it's it really, is it a walk in the cake? It's really use? good. It's it's more professional and um, it's non-destructive. If you're that, into Photoshop, you probably know what that means. But okay, um, I don't know. It's it's just it's a good thing. 
So I mm-hmm. recommend that you get that and do some recording and get your bass out. And, and if you record something and make a project in Cakewalk, you can send it to me and then I can overlay, um, you know, some guitar parts or something like that. Or, or just steal the idea and, and uh, you know, publish it as your own copyright. Well, maybe. I mean, yeah. mm, copyright. I don't know how that works. I, I don't know. Do you that's, have copyright? That's another, just... grown, that's another grown up word. Copyright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, but ice cream, yeah, I've been on an ice cream journey. I'm still on an ice cream journey. Uh, so, haven't been doing any woodwork. With your ice cream journey, you're trying to find the perfect texture or the perfect flavor. It's a combination of the two. Flavor is easier to get at home than than texture. Texture is really hard at home, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I like I'm trying to do eggless ones as well without egg, <clears throat> which is even right. harder. Gosh. You yeah. are going all in. <laughs> so if you ever come and visit me, you'll have some. It will probably all be subpar, but you'll get some sourdough sandwich bread and some <laughs> and some ice cream. I'll 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 dip the sourdough in the ice cream. Mmm, the perfect combination. Yeah. Um. Ah. Oh, what so have you been up to? I don't really. Heart. I don't really know what your um general hobbies are, but Hob- hobbies. You what think have I have hobbies? To? Reading um, comic books. Well, no, I haven't read a comic book in a while. You look very good. I can I can see your beautiful fit. Your hair is magnificent, much longer mm. than I think I've ever seen it before. That's that's one of the things I've been doing actually is um not getting a haircut. <laughs> and uh it's it's growing. It's um it's curly. Yeah. Um I'm letting the curls out for the first time and it's uh it's uh what's the word? Empowering. Yeah, you need to embrace that. I bet um, Charlotte likes it. Charlotte loves it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because you, when you get your haircut, you you do often get it quite short. Mm. Yeah. And um, I think I think a lot of people have since lockdown, since coronavirus, they've learned that they like longer hair. Really? That's my that, well, that's my opinion. I I think I prefer my hair a bit longer now. And I I think one of the benefits of lockdown is that. Um, it's not such a mission if you have long hair because when you get it wet in the shower, you know the best way to dry it is not not with the towel. Just let it f- f- be wet, and because uh, you're not going outside, you yeah. don't use a towel. No, I let it dry naturally. What? That's how it curls. That's, That's the secret to curls. Horrible, isn't it? No, isn't that really uncomfortable. Well, yeah, if you were going to work outside... It must and take you ages to curl that every morning, actually. I, no, I don't curl it. It, curl, it, it, curls, it curls automatically. What are you talking about? My you hair. You do it yourself every morning with the curlers. Yeah, I use my mum's curlers. I used to think that when I was younger. From really? When I, the first time I asked someone about that, I said, why do you curl your hair every morning? And... <laughs> Yeah, and they and they said, yeah, but like, why do you straighten your hair every morning? That's a good point. Yeah, that mm. does take me a long time actually. I've got mm. a slight wave, but nothing, nothing really compared to yours. I wish mm. I had curly hair because it naturally looks good. But I think what I wish I had was a curly beard. Um, a curly I may have beard. said this before, but if I were to grow out, you know, the sort of chin strap, um, my 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 the hair on my face, it looks like fur. But if mm-hmm. if I I would love a full beard as curly as the hair on my head. Really? Why? I, I just think it's very um very Greek, very manly. <laughs> you know, like Zeus, one of those yeah. 
sculptures. Mm-hmm. You are a bit like a Greek demigod already. No. Looking at your chiselled features as I am. That well, perfect jawline. That angular very, nose. It's very, it's very kind of you. It's extremely good for opening uh, bottle beer bottles. What, the nose? Yeah. 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 You can knock someone's eye out with that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, do we have do we do we have a topic? I think um, you said that there was something we've done no pre- well. I've done no prep, mm. surprisingly, for this show. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking childhood video games. You know, like what? Let's go on a nostalgia trip. You know, twenty twenty about childhood. Yeah, twenty twenty is a year where you look back. You know, at the last thirty years of your life. Um, quite specific yeah to you i don't <laughs> very specific to me um yeah I, I would like to start off with talking about the first time i got a video game oh. um and weirdly it was from the headmaster of my primary school he bought me a game boy pocket um and I had uh, Wave Race on it, and I would play it, and I had no idea what I was doing. That was that was my first one. And what's a uh, Game Boy Pocket? Well, okay, so imagine, imagine, you know, you know, the first Game Boy, that sort of yes. brick, that classic. I had, a, I had one of those. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. For sure. So, Vote to the show. The Game Boy Pocket is exactly the same, but you can fit it in your pocket <laughs> so was it gray as well no no it was it was purple we had a game boy color mm. which mm-hmm. was like a uh which was smaller than a normal game boy is it different to that um yeah so it's it's the same but it's it's sort of like you know the xbox 360 and then you get the xbox 360 slim so you, mm-hmm. it's just a smaller version of the same package um and I yeah I didn't understand it, but then a few a couple like a a couple of years later, um, at Christmas time, it was unbelievable. I must have been five or six years old, and I I didn't know what was underneath the Christmas tree. But I opened my present, and I heard my brother screaming, uh, "Nintendo sixty <laughs> four! Um, and uh, I opened up uh, a Game Boy. Um, yeah. Not not the original one, but I think it might have been the Game Boy Color, and um, I I just I, I I was blown away, and the game I had on that was this. Um, it wasn't Mario, but it was Mario Tetris, uh, like a very similar one where you have to um, combine blocks and then they explode, and all of the blocks are Mario themed, so you might have um, Goombas and shells and things like that and uh i yeah i think that was that was the dawn of my addiction (laughs) your addiction do you still play video games now no no i don't um but set me in front of uh super smash brothers and uh I, i turn into a different being different beast I, well, I say I, we had a Game Boy. I don't know whose it was. We had one of the <clears throat> original ones, the bigger, greyer ones. Um, what did I used to play on that? Oh. The ones that you can smack people over the head with. Yeah. Uh, I think we've still got it. So I think we found it the other day. Somebody did in the loft. 
I think we used to play Tetris on it. I know on the Game Boy Color, I used to play a lot of. My brother had Pokemon Red. Yep. And I had I, Pokemon I, Blue. So, um, Pokemon Red, I have fond memories of uh, Dead Legs. Uh, because I would go to the toilet and and not get up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> that's what happens no. now with mobile phones. Oh, really? Yeah, they get dead legs. The phones. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect that response. That was, that was good. I like that. I can't. I don't know what the. Well, obviously, it's got something to do with Charmander and who was the um, Squirtle. Uh, Squirtle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the difference between the blue one and the red one were. So the difference you could, was you could pick, couldn't you? Your start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a very clever marketing tactic. So it's like, oh, which one are you going to go for? Um, but the advantage is that there are some Pokemon that are unavailable on the other one, right? Um, on the other color, and the Game Boy Color introduced like a link cable, so the only way you could collect every single Pokemon was you had to trade with someone. You had to set up that link cable. Um, I'm not 100% sure if red and blue, like, you could trade via that way. But, it, yeah, there was there was something about, like, different Pokemon being available on different ones, and uh, it might have been a memory thing. But I, I think yeah. <clears throat> with Pokemon, I think the first time I ever played it, we our first home PC... On Windows, probably ninety-five, maybe Windows ninety-eight. It 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 came on the PC that we had. What? We must have bought it secondhand, and it was on the PC. I I might be totally mis- mis- misremembering, and I remember it being purple. Um, maybe that was just one region, but I remember it being purple, and we played it on the PC, and we kind of didn't know what it was, but we loved it. Mm-hmm. And then a year or so later, everyone at school started playing it on Game Boy, I guess. That's so weird. I had no idea it was on PC. That, yeah, that, yeah. I could be completely making that up, but that's a memory that I have. I remember playing it on on PC. Yeah. I um, speaking of like PC games, I think my very first one was some maths game. Like my dad got me this old, huge like CD-ROM of maths games with like jumblies, which are like little creatures, and you have to like count them. But for some reason, I liked it. As you talk, you're 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 bringing back a lot of memories for me. Actually, like when you said earlier, the N64 used to play a lot of GoldenEye. Mm. Oh my friends. god! I never had one, but I used to go around friends' houses, I think, and uh, and we'd play it. And I think the first game I probably ever played, we had oh, I don't know what it was called, but it it would take tapes. It would take tapes. You would put the load the game off a tape, so. The the uh, the tape would have numbers on it, mm-hmm. like fifty eight or something like that. You'd you'd is that a number? Put... <laughs> 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 you'd put the tape into the whatever. Uh, did you put it into the keyboard or into the? No, I don't think I had a keyboard. It had just a joystick, I think. And, mm. um, and oh my god, the... I completely forgot about joysticks. I yeah, and yeah, you yeah. put a tape in, and then you'd have to watch a little counter. An analog counter with a number tick over slowly, like one, two, three, and then once it got up to fifty-eight, the game was ready. Oh my god! What? And I can remember there was uh, what sort of games are there? There was one which was sort of you're an alien walking around. We had a Formula One game on there, 
Really? That one took a long time to play, to load. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was weird. What was that? It wasn't like an Atari or something like that, was it? Oh, it could have been if we something have any like that. If yeah. we have any listeners, well, if yeah, listeners I mean, know what like... I'm talking about, you can email in. You oh, can email yeah. me at holt at D- Did you Have you received any emails? I did receive an email. I completely forgot. What? That's yeah. bullshit. I, oh, did. <laughs> I did. My, my listeners, um, you're like, I mean, if you exist, uh, you're slack. <laughs> it wasn't from a randomer. Um, when oh. should we do that? Should we do that at the top or should we do that at the end? We'll we'll talk about it later on, and then we'll decide. Yeah, well, well, basically, if you if you uh, include it at the end, it forces the listener to uh, have to get through <laughs> the entire show just to yeah, see if their but... email has been answered. Yeah, yeah. Um, Going back to the PC, like, okay, so this was after, you know, the Nintendo sixty four and things like that. But I remember one time, I I wasn't really allowed to use the computer. I knew it was like a special thing, but I was pretty young and I had been watching Cartoon Network and uh, in the adverts it said like, oh, go to this website and you can play Mojo Jojo Powerpuff Girls. Steal oh, this, great. S- steal yeah. this jewel. And I was like, oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I snuck into uh, my parents' bedroom where, where the computer was and... Um, and switched it on and uh, and managed to get online and obviously you hear the you know the the dial up connection so i had no idea that i was blocking the phone um <laughs> uh and uh, yeah managed to get on the website and like sneakily play mojo jojo for about half an hour by myself at like 7 years old and it was it was just amazing i i remember the f- the first console i ever had mm was a Sega a Mega Drive. Oh, so you had the one before... Yeah, okay, that's a little bit earlier. Did you have a Toy Story video game? I've played a Toy Story video game before. Was that on, Me- was that on Mega Drive? That's the only time I've played Mega Drive was when I went to this um, Indian kid's house. You know, like it was the first time I'd been to another person's house or something like that. And uh, he had a Sega... I think it was a Sega Mega Drive and... I only remember playing this game, which was uh, Woody from Toy Story, and yeah. you use he he's like throwing his you know the the ring that you pull to make him speak. Um, yes. He was throwing that in order to like hook and then swing like Tarzan oh. through coins and things, and I was like, oh my god, this That's is like amazing. a Spider-Man prototype. Was yeah, it, yeah. Was it, was it? I presume it was just two D. They didn't have yeah, 2D yeah. It was, games. It, it was it was just two D. Um, the, the only Toy Story game I played is where you play as Buzz. Oh, it was three D. Nintendo sixty four. Was that on Nintendo? Oh, right. I I loved that game. Um, it 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 was pretty damn good actually. I I spent a lot of time on the Mega Drive. I had Road Rash two. So somebody might be listening who this triggers memories for and i was like coincidentally i was looking these all up the other day i used to play a game called alien storm a lot i i've never heard of these games did, did you a, play um micro machines yes yeah where you like that was radio so cool. control cars or something yeah 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 driving around in the bath and on tables and stuff like that yeah yeah i loved that game um sonic pinball sonic the hedgehog as well the normal sonic mm. Oh, I, re- um, I, I remember playing um, quite a lot of uh, Windows Pinball. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So that's, can you still 
I, I don't know. No, if you can... no, it's not there anymore. Well, yeah, that I used to play a lot of that. My nice uncle, my uncle used to play a lot of that. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, coincidentally, I was actually talking to all this stuff about my brother the other day about mm. the old games which we used to play because um, he had a PlayStation One mm-hmm. and a PlayStation Two, and we used to play you know, Red Alert and. And you put them together, and you've got a PlayStation Three. In in your me- in your memory, when you think about these games, they were the best looking, most intense graphics. Yes, ever. Like nothing could be more realistic. And then I yeah. looked a couple of them up, and the- you can hardly even recognise them. They just look so <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it goes to show that you know, graphics doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, I mean, I remember Mario sixty four. You know, thinking, gosh, that castle and oh, it's so realistic. Like the mm. the um, the images, what the trees and things like that. You look at it, um, and Mario doesn't have any hands. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, Bowser is is just like oh, just a, a bunch of squares and things like that. And I remember pointing, like, like, mom, look, it's so real, it's so real. And, Yes. Yeah. Yes, dear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I God. used to my, do that. My kid is very special. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play Warcraft three on PC, and, I, and it's got all the cinematics, you know. Oh And they my are really God. impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to get my mum to come and look at them and tell her how impressive, like how, how realistic they were. And I, yeah. I was watching a few the other day, and they're good, obviously, but they're not like yeah, photo realistic. Gran Turismo three, I remember thinking was I didn't think graphics could get better than that possibly mm. yeah and if you so, look at the screenshots of that now it's just i mean it's good for anyone who doesn't know like micro machines was a racing game and and gran turismo was a racing game and um that was a playstation game that uh that prided itself on its um Realism. attention to detail yeah um, we, we uh the one thing i really love about my history with video games is that I had three brothers. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still have three brothers, thankfully. Um, only. Hold on just a second. I said I had uh, still have three brothers. What I meant to say is I now have four brothers. Yeah. Sorry about that, Anthony. Just a quick addendum. Uh, so moving swiftly on, back to the show, and we—that's like the perfect number to play Nintendo sixty-four. Yeah, we all of our games were multiplayer, and some might not know it, but Donkey Kong sixty-four is a four-player game. Um, I know it has like a long single-player campaign where you play as Donkey Kong and you you unlock all the different. Uh, you collect bananas and you unlock the different creatures. Uh, what his his friends, like Tiny Kong, Diddy Kong, Cranky Kong. But yeah, if you the, it's 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 actually a third person shooter as a multiplayer, and you throw oranges at each other and they explode and it's it's really good. We we okay. So for anyone that knows, we got stuck at the boss who is the Jack in the Box, and uh, we couldn't beat him. It was just too difficult. I have a brother. As well, an older brother, but he he was seven years older than me. Well, he still is seven years older than me. So <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic there is less. It was often more a case of just me watching him play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we 
one of the consoles we had, I can't remember what it was, but um, we each had our own game. My brother, my my brothers and my sisters. Mm. Oh, I can't remember what that was. You, you can pi- I can picture the game so clearly, but I can't remember the console. I can't remember what the well, games des- were. Des- describe it. Um, well, I remember I'm- one of them was, uh, maybe it was mine, I can't remember. Um, you were a helicopter and it was just sort of a... You know, you're constantly flying forward and you're having to dodge out of the way of things and shoot stuff. Um, one was... I was it 3D um, or 2D? 2D. It was all 2D. Mm-hmm. Did, you, do, did like, you dodge up and down or left and right? Yeah, both. All around. How do you... If it's 2D, how do you... How, that sounds 3D. Because you the, you're the game, you're oh, constantly oh, yeah, moving yeah, yeah. forward and you're behind it. Yeah, and then yeah, you can yeah. control in those two dimensions. Yeah. Um... And one of the games was, I think my stepbrother Dan's game, was you were, were escaping from a prison or something and you had to hide in the shadows. I don't know. I don't remember. That it's weird just sounds like mem- a memory. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To have a checkered past. Yeah. One, one of the saddest things I remember was uh, I, I really wanted Operation Flashpoint on the computer, which is an, it, it was an adult game. Um, yeah. with killing and uh, y- you know you're a military guy and I was probably I don't know maybe nine ten years old and I I, you know, I just cried I was like I, I want this game and I, I, <laughs> my mum wouldn't let me have it um, and uh, eventually uh, I, I, she caved in uh, and, and I got the game and I didn't like it. <laughs> I oh, really? It was it was too complicated. <laughs> yeah. When oh, you are God, young, the things though, you, we put our parents through. Huh? Yeah, you get your heart set on something, and and you just want it. And a day feels like <laughs> so long to be waiting for something as well. Yeah. And you wish that that's like the Cartman in South Park when he's waiting for the new Wii. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so after the Nintendo 64, which was my first, uh, which was our first console, you know, we had all sorts of games like Mario Party, Mario Kart, um, Donkey Kong 64, GoldenEye. Um, we even had Pokemon Stadium, which you could amazingly. Oh, yeah, like. that was great. Yeah. Um, loads of little party games, that kind of stuff. We they had still a- make those do- games like that, don't they? Yeah, I think they do. They're, they're really good, they're, they're, they're just so much fun. Um, mm. yeah, I, I much prefer, um, multiplayer games, which are like couch games. Um, yeah, I, I hesitate to, to play single player games anymore just because really? it's, it's, it's not fun. It's not, it's not what I like. But there's so many different, when I play a game, I, I don't really game much these days if ever but um when i do I, I i probably lean towards single player games but very story focused ones mm. i I, th- I think that games in a way you can get more emotionally invested in them than, than movies yes you're, you're sort you're sort of an active agent in it you're not you're um you know i think it's something like the last of us mm. the story in that is incredible and yes and um, being I- a part of it makes it so much more vivid I actually watched it as as a movie. I watched a playthrough because mm. I couldn't. I didn't have the um, the new PlayStation, and it's phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. story. Um, yeah, I I see what you're saying. Like, the game is more immersive because you are an actor in it, and actually, that makes horrors that much more terrifying. Well, um, yeah, 
So you gave me Left for Dead. No, no, sorry, not Left for Dead. Um, Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space. I gave it to you, did I? Possibly. You gave me like a cracked version of it. Oh, no. (laughs) Did I? That doesn't sound like me. Yeah. And... um, yeah, I, Dead Spaces. I I couldn't I, I couldn't really play it. Like I no. I kind of screamed a lot. Um, because in in a movie, if something bad is happening to the main character, well, it's like okay, I'm safe. But in a game, it's happening to you. You put yourself in the game, and uh, if you move forward, you could be killed. Um, and then there are also like other sort of there are consequences to being killed in the game. So it's it's just it's really terrifying. And then you have like 3D sound as well. Yeah. Things react to your presence. So it's just, oh, God, if I can't cope with movies, I don't know why I started playing Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, well, we had that horror. Um, the previous episode was about horror. And we didn't actually talk about horror video games. But I think you're right. Um, horror video games are so much more terrifying to me than movies. I don't, I don't really get scared at movies anymore. Hmm. But in a game, because, you know, if you turn out all the lights, put the headphones on, get invested in it, as you're saying, because you are the active participant and your reactions determine the outcome. It, do, it does make it feel more, um, yeah. you know, your heart rate rises and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think the best horror games are the ones that put you um, at a disadvantage. So... Like, yeah, sure, you might have a gun, but you have one bullet and there are 20 zombies. <laughs> like, it's it's that kind of feeling. It's just like, yeah. it's not enough and you're going to die. Um, that makes it particularly but, terrifying. <clears throat> talking about classic games, my brother, I used to watch him. I wasn't allowed to play it, I don't think. I used to watch him play the original Resident Evil mm-hmm. on, I guess that was on PlayStation 1? Yes, yeah. And that was always terrifying just sitting there watching him play it and Mm. the silent hills games the silent hill games um i did find them very very creepy when i watched them uh when i watched my friends play them um but if you play it yourself it's just that much more um Mm -hmm. yeah but there are some weird horrible ghouls and (laughs) like pyramid head yeah and your only weapon is like a stick with a a nail in it to begin with I just used to watch Johnny, mm. Johnny playing these games, Terrifying. in the good old days. Yeah, and then eventually we promoted ourselves to PlayStation Two, mm. which was sort of the golden era of gaming. I think it's interesting as you people talk about this all the time, but now that we're older and we can afford games, yeah, and our parents aren't going to tell us to stop playing a game and go to bed, we can <laughs> do whatever we want. Um, there's there's not actually any time for gaming like your life takes over if I, if I spend any time playing a game these days i feel like it's wasted time i could be doing something else more productive mm. i think i think there's a balance like um i also f- get stressed if i if i play a video game i just i don't enjoy it um because i feel like there's so many other things i could be doing yeah it's that productive side but i i tend to gravitate more towards board games because it's a shared activity and you're getting, you know, like face-to-face contact and, and it can be very funny. But with a single-player video game, it's quite isolating and, you know, like sitting in front of the computer all day um, anyway. You know, I, I sort of had enough 
by the end yeah. of the day i don't really want to 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 sit anymore particularly working from home when it's the same the same screen that you work on yeah exactly all of a sudden gaming on it yeah did you have a playstation 2 yes i did and uh possibly the best game of all time might have been star wars battlefront 2 oh yeah right yeah we used to play that at uni yeah and time oh what was that game time Time, splitters time splitters time splitters 2 mm-hmm yeah, that yeah. was that was that was one of the best games I think. I I tell you what I really miss the, um, about multiplayer video games is the cheat codes. They used to be great fun cheat codes. Like in in um, in Grand Theft Auto. Go, no, 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 Goldeneye. Oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto has great cheat codes. But um, in Goldeneye, Goldeneye, right for the Nintendo sixty four, which is uh, a 007 shoot 'em up. You could unlock different cheats, and you get big head mode. You could get oh, yeah. like paintball mode. Yeah. Um, everyone dies in one shot, like mode. Just, just all these different things, um, and it changed up the game, and it made things very, very funny. But nowadays, cheat codes aren't a thing. Everything's multiplayer. Well, the um, newest Doom game that has cheat codes. That, that's quite a classic feeling game, actually, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, you've probably not played it since you don't play games these days you say but yeah yeah it's very good yeah okay so what would you say is your favorite game story wise and uh i should preface this by saying i haven't played a vast number of games in my life um mm-hmm. my favorite game story wise i mean the last of us does have an incredible story mm. it's quite a challenging one actually I can't think can of I one. Can I go with The Last of Us? Yeah, yeah, you can. Do you have any I, other I, suggestions? I'm trying to think. I, I, I thought you were going to go with maybe Shadow of the Colossus. I was thinking Shadow of the Colossus. It's got a very... Um, the story is very not up front. And, that's that's one of the best games ever made, you know. Uh, mm. Yeah, I thought you were going to pick that for your favourite game. Yeah. Very artistic. Well, what's your favourite game story-wise? Well, first, first explain why Shadow of the Colossus is your favourite game, and then I'll try to think of mine. I, I don't know if it is necessarily my favourite all-time game, but it's mm-hmm. definitely up there. I want to play... I, I, wanna, I don't have a PlayStation 4, but I, I want to get one just so I can play the remaster of it. Mm. Um, the, it's a weird game in that there's only 18 enemies in the whole game, I think, and they're all these massive beasts which you have to climb on to find the weak point and then kill Mm. and it's you know it's a beautiful game uh, very artistic and each enemy is a different set of challenges and you have to work it out and the story is is very minimal um you're a guy whose girlfriend has died and killing these beasts is what you believe will be able to save her Mm mm-hmm yeah, and you you feel like a bad person doing it though, because they're all mostly just going about their business, and then you come along and you wreck their day. Yeah, and they're, they're extremely well animated. Oh um, yeah, the animation e- is incredible. Each each creature is very very unique. So you might get a tall lumbering giant that kind of looks a bit like a gorilla, um, and trying to actually find out how to start climbing the creature is a challenge in itself. It's all a puzzle um mm. 
and then you know there might be another creature that's a sort of a giant pterodactyl and you know trying to find out where it is and then trying to figure out like okay well how do i get on top of it and um and then finding its weak spot um is is that's that's kind Sand, of the game sandworm like dune mm cool i didn't know i've not actually played the game i've just watched uh haven't you watched... oh no no i've watched you play it a little bit did you yeah back really? at uni you watched me play the entirety of max Payne 3 <laughs> did i do you remember that yeah i do remember watching a lot of max Payne. you watched me play the whole of max Payne 3 just because you like the story so much oh uh, yeah yeah it, it's fun i like uh I like the stories. But my my favorite game would be probably between Shadow of the Colossus and maybe um, Dark Souls. Right. Okay. Or The Witcher Three. Oof. Oh damn! That's actually one game that I would love to play just because of the yeah, story. That's great. The the story in that is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, um, I've so I've read the first book, really? and yeah, un- unfortunately for the author, when um, when he was approached to. Uh, sell the rights to his his universe to the video game company the video game company was very very small and he didn't actually think it would do very well so he just got like a very small <laughs> snippet like maybe a lump sum yeah and, and now you know the witcher it's games is game. dominating like yeah the books sort of pale in comparison to the games so. i think he's done well though because the books did pick up in popularity because of the game and yeah. the series as well he yeah. must be getting money out of that yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I true. don't feel too bad for him, really. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite then? Come on. Okay, so probably it's got a good story. I think I. Yeah, I would have to say maybe, maybe RuneScape. <laughs> RuneScape. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Warcraft three. Um, oh yeah, good the, one. The single player was unbelievably detailed so it takes you on a campaign that um the story just just unfolds and you've got it's it's a story of like um orcs and demons and elves and uh all all these kinds of creatures in different universes and there are loads of puzzles there are loads of challenges it's it's really difficult the single player wise but it introduced multiplayer games as well and there was a whole sort of tournament industry developed and i found that way too difficult it's way too competitive but what you you used to play loads of um league of legends didn't you yeah league of legends is a bit different um oh is it but warcraft 3 spawned um Dota. dota which was used as the basis for league of legends and um if anyone doesn't play video games and is listening to this this is going to be so try um but there were so many different mods for the multiplayer games that you know they were ice skating mods um there was like samurai versus ninja mods um and peloponnesian wars and it was literally unlimited the the types of games that people could create within that game it was just pure imagination and uh I uh, I fondly remember coming home from school with my friends and uh, playing like a, a round of battle tanks um, for hours and then getting shouted at because I hadn't done my homework. <laughs> yeah, it's fair to say that games 
we're sort of the first one of the first generations to really grow up with games properly um, yeah our parents probably hated it but when we have children we yeah. think feel differently about it and we'll probably encourage them to play games some some games i think uh i think it'll be a, a chance to sort of uh, relive the past a little bit you like uh Oh, I oh, look at the game I used to play, and they'll say, "Oh, Dad, the the, the graphics are so crap." <laughs> and also, when they ask you to play a versus game against them, you'll absolutely destroy them, which will mm. be very rewarding. I used to try and get my parents to play me at fighting games and stuff, and I'd just <laughs> kill them every single time. And used to yeah, hate it. I think. All uh, right, right. Shall we do the email? Oh yes. Okay. Good idea. Okay, so we do have one listener email. Um, unfortunately, well, oh, let me rephrase. Fortunately, it's from someone that we know. It's not. It's not a randomer. Mm-hmm. It's from a Miss Charlotte Dingle. No way! The good, oh, the good that's lady so Charlotte. lovely. It's quite. It's quite. It's quite long. I'll. I'll. I'll read. I'll read it out. And um, if you have any comments, feel free to interject. Mm-hmm. Dear Holt of the Holt and Walt podcast, having just finished episode seven of your rather whimsical podcast, I am writing to congratulate you on your podcasting efforts to date. I always thoroughly enjoy the ramblings of both hosts. Well, that's nice, isn't it, Alan? Yeah. Is that it? No, there's quite a bit more. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) I'm afraid. (laughs) Whilst I applaud the thematic approach you took in this episode, this is affirming to the fact that Normally we kind of ramble, mm. as we sort of have in this episode, but um, in the last one we picked a theme for the first time. Mm-hmm. We had a theme this time, really, didn't we? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I would like to make one amendment to your ramblings from episode seven. Please, in future, do fact-check your anecdotes thoroughly. I refer to the the good lady Charlotte Martyr's Donut shenanigans. Oh, right, we have a correction. Yes, if you didn't listen, this is to do with the fact that on uh, mine and Charlotte's second date, uh, we made donuts together, a plethora of donuts. Mm, I think a baker's dozen. I, mean, I think maybe um, eight or ten donuts, and then we sat down and we watched the most horrendous movie ever made called Martyrs. Um, now, I previously had said that they were jam donuts, but the correction is: I believe the donuts in question to have been chocolate donuts. Right. right. That makes yeah. sense because she's a chocolate lover. Mm-hmm. May I also make some episode suggestions as requested in episode seven? Oh, she's got suggestions. Cool. Tell me if you think these are good then, Alan. Okay. Suggestion one. The best first date questions of all time. Okay. Mm. Uh, I, mm. You I'm couldn't not do in... a whole episode on that. That's quite tricky. That's That's like, that's like, hey, Seb, what's the best question you can think of on the first date and then you come up with an idea and you're like okay moving on as a mock date i think she's suggesting we have a mock date to include right these are some suggestions if you could meet a character in any film dot Mm -hmm. dot dot is that something you would ask on a first date wait are these are these episode ideas or are they like first date question ideas these are these are um, all under the umbrella of a first date. Oh, I think, I'm confused. I think, yeah, I, it's. I think the point is, she wants us to do an episode, which is just us having a first date. Oh, I can get behind that. 
Another um, first date question. If you could have one real human... If you could have one real human... Good gracious, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I laughed. And, and the microphone exploded. <laughs> if you could have one real human around for dinner, dead or alive, who would you pick? Well, I mean, the dead one's going to probably taste quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> death row meal i think these are good questions that we should definitely ask yes all right suggestion number two Mm -hmm. an ask us anything episode using sealed envelopes from friends family listeners or general google questions from the absurd to the profound how far can you two go in explaining particular phenomenons human psychology i i like that idea actually i like that a lot Interesting. Yeah, that's better than the first date one. We yeah, remember that one. The trouble is, we don't have any friends. That's a good point. You're my only friend. Yeah, and I only talk to you once a month. So yeah, I didn't even get a letter. Uh, sorry, an email from from my Charlotte. So no, you know, I don't think we'd get many letters. Um, suggestion number three: Japanese culture to include art prints, comics, books, films, stories. Mm-hmm. In brackets, I happen to know some fantastic horror tales with Japanese origins, which may aid the continuation of the horror theme. Oh, I like that idea. Um, I just think uh, it would be a bit one-sided. Do, do you know much Why? in terms well, of I, Japanese I, stuff? No, not really, but I don't mind you just um, giving me a lesson. Well, it's not, it's not the Walt show. It's the, it's the Holt and Walt show, but I like that idea. It's okay. I think you do more talking anyway, so I, I, you're, 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 you've, you've got a good podcast voice. And mm, I, I need, uh, I need my right hand man. At the risk of rambling, I conclude my email here with a lot of love for the podcast. Ah, Miss Charlotte Emily Dingle in brackets the OG close brackets. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good email. <laughs> yeah, so that's our first listener email. It was a bit hard to read, but um. We got there in the end. Yeah, it was good email. My heart is touched. Thanks, Charlotte. Yeah. So, if anyone wants to um, email us uh, with another one, uh, Charlotte, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, <laughs> then uh, my email is walt at haltandwalt.com. That's uh, W-A-L-L-T at haltandwalt.com. And I am Holt at haltandwalt.com. And we do read them, and you will get it read out. And at least a dozen people will hear it. Yep. Yep. Up to a million. We got a, we got a listen from Montpellier in France the other day. Hey. I, I, I don't know why, because uh, they probably couldn't understand. It's Tom Rocket. T- Tom Rocket said that he was going to listen to it and um, and put a VPN on and, and appear in multiple places. So it might be Oh, right. Oh, that makes it sense. It might be. He might... He was probably... I don't know if he'd go to that much effort just to, just to mess with our minds, but... Yeah. Well, it's a very nice thing of him to do. You got anything good planned in the next week? Oh, um... Probably baking cookies. Um, nice. I've been baking a few cookies lately. Oh, I've got news. I completely forgot. Just before... So... I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but Charlotte and I are in the process of purchasing a house Mm. or attempting to. Just before I got on the conversation with you, we had an email from our solicitor 
um, saying that we should be able to exchange contracts tomorrow and wow. complete, hopefully, next week, which basically means we'll get the keys to the house and take ownership of the house next week. Wow. And wow. therefore move into the house. Oh, that's next big. Week. That's really I big. I know. Exciting. So the, the next episode is going to be probably being recorded mm-hmm. in the spare room of my own house. So. Which will shortly turn into the woodworking <laughs> lab. No, it's got it's got um the an, ice cream uh, laboratory. It's it's gonna be uh the, the, well, the, ba- the, room can the baker's the, lounge. It can become the Walt room. Oh cool. Special room just for you. No, the, it's got it's got a a workshop in the garden. Oh yeah. Oh that's gonna be the woodworking zone. Also got, we have a kitchen so I can Yeah. <laughs> just bake in there i don't have to do it in the spare room luckily yeah good job yeah i'm I'm pleased for you sebi you'll you'll have to come and visit definitely i'll bring charlotte over and we'll uh, we'll we'll play some kanagawa it's an open invitation everyone who's listening is welcome at my house uh you've got the address listener so uh just turn up yep just go out into the street and start shouting halt and eventually you'll get to my house and i'll let you in yeah that's Follow that compass of love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good talking to you, Mr. Walt. Yeah. Until next time. See you later. Okie dokie. Well, there you have it, friends and other people. That's the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a little bit of something. And if you didn't, well, it's probably more likely that you didn't learn anything. Um, to be honest, you probably switched off after the first five minutes. I don't even know if anyone's ever heard the outro before. Maybe I should tell some deep, dark secrets and then when somebody comes up to me and they say, Hey, Seb, you did that thing. And I'll know, ah, oh, they must have listened to the end of the podcast. What secrets can I tell you? Hmm, can I tell you about the fact that I wee myself every day? No, I should probably keep that to myself. Um, should I tell you about the fact that I go around licking door handles every day? No, I can't really give that out. I don't know. I'll think, I'll think of something for the next episode. So make sure in the next episode you stick around to the end and then you can hear one of my deepest secrets. Okay. Merry Christmas, everyone, from me and from Mr. Wallet. He asked me himself to pass the messages on. He, he can't actually give his own Merry Christmas because he's very busy this time of year. I don't know why. I never seem to be able to track him down. You know what I've noticed? I've never seen Alan and Santa Claus in the same room at the same time. Oh my god. <laughs>